Has anyone ever said to you, it's just a TV show? That's when you know it's time to cut them out of your life. If you don't think it's just a TV show, you'll probably love my podcast, She's Speaking with Emily Hanks. And it's available everywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to All About TRH, aka All About the Truth. On today's episode, we talk about the intense drama that went on last week with Real Housewives of New Jersey star Melissa Gorga involving herself, and we respond to her comments on us. Plus, we talk the Real Housewives of New York recap and address listener questions. Hi, Chantel. Hey, Roxanne. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. How was your weekend? It was good. I had a relaxing weekend. I didn't talk to you. I know you were up north. I know. And so I didn't talk to you and I didn't have the best service. So when I was texting you, it wasn't that great. But I feel like I missed you. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Roxanne knows we hate talking like this. (laughs) I'm going to like crawl under my covers. (laughs) I knew you would be scared if I said that. You guys, Chantel made my weekend, actually. I feel like we went through hell this week, and then the weekend was pretty good. But Chantel made my weekend because she sent me a text and said that I could bring my kids to her wedding. Oh, Oh, yeah, you guys. Oh, my gosh. I knew she was going to be so happy about this. Oh, I've been, like, making jabs. I've been that person where I've been making jabs. Yeah, like, I can't believe, like, you're not allowing us to bring our kids to your wedding. Like, we're going to Mexico. And she was like, get over it. It's my wedding. And she knows that I've been, like, stressed. And uh, she sent us a text this weekend. That's not why, though. (laughs) Wait, why? I didn't didn't send you the text because you were stressed about it. Then why'd you send us a text? I'm because I'm being nice and I'm just allowing it. And like I, I'm just thinking about how. What was I just watching recently? I was watching. Oh, tell me. I was watching something where someone's like my niece or something at my at my wedding, and I was like, you know, maybe like it would be cute. What was it? I don't know. It was something recently that like made me think like, okay, like having them there will be nice, like for the long term, but. God knows what you guys are going to be putting me through when you guys are like arguing about your kids, like who's watching them. And like, I have no time for you guys. I, but I am that mom who loves, I don't like going on vacations without my kids. So I've been so stressed, especially because if you guys have been following us, it's my daughter's fifth birthday. Oh, and guess what Charlie said on the phone earlier today. (laughs) They're driving and like, I'm on the phone with Roxanne and she, um, she goes, Charlie, did you, um, where are we going? Mexico. And she's like, yeah, for my birthday. I'm like, excuse me, you little (laughs) five-year-old. It's for my wedding that you're, it's for my wedding that you're walking in. I know. And I, I looked at Charlie. I'm like, don't say that. Don't say that. It's not about you. Um, because I was so scared that Chantel's going to like go back on her word and say, you can't bring them. So I immediately ran up to my husband when I read that text and I'm like, they're coming, they're coming. And then my husband's like, only bring one. I'm like, excuse me. Yeah. And he texts me, he goes, convince her to bring one. I'm like, don't stress Stop. me out. He, you didn't tell me that. Yeah. he. Te- that's why I said your husband. Was being Stop. <laughs> why didn't you tell me that? Cause I don't have time for you guys. <laughs> I know me and Chantel, me and my husband insert Chantel in our life like way too much that it's uncomfortable. So <laughs> we're keeping my son here. And yeah, I said no babies. Oh, Chantel made it a point to say no to my son. Like she was like, he's not coming no matter what. And I was like, okay. But like and I, I have and I have a sister who has twin boys that are yeah. like 
six months younger than Jack. And I have another niece who's like the same, like six months. And it's like, no, I'm not having these babies and strollers and all this, all these things. Honestly, babies are more work to me. Yeah, so. exactly. At least it, your it kids is. can enjoy and like swim. Oh, they're going to have the best time ever. And Chantel chose the most expensive resort. So yeah, Thank they you. better have a good time. Okay. Um, Cause everything's going to be like amazing there. So yeah, I don't know. She kind of like, you know, it's my wedding. So she made me really happy. No. Okay. <laughs> she scares me. So I just had to say that. But so you guys also Patreon has been is it Patreon or Patreon? Patreon. I don't even know what it, how you say it. People say Patreon and people other people say I say Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. I'm so into I think Patreon. Kim D said Patreon. So I was like, is she saying it right? <laughs> yes. I think it is Patreon. Well, yeah. Patreon, we've been on Patreon for a week now and it has been so much fun. And uh, so if you guys haven't joined it, please support us. Join Patreon. We do juicy spoilers um, every Sunday with your morning coffee. And then we also do, we share posts and never before seen photos on there as well. So anyways, if you can't, we understand we're still doing this podcast because we understand if people can't, but if you can, please support us. It's been so much fun. And we have been doing all the New Jersey, New Jersey spoilers on there. There will be some things we'll cover on here because we understand that everyone can join, but you guys are supporting us as well. So we do have to touch on some stuff who, who with people who didn't join our Patreon, we did kind of dive into it way deeper on our Patreon, but I'm sure you guys know, and we have to address the elephant in the room. There's been a lot of elephants in the room, right, Chantel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Last week was extremely chaotic. Uh, we have a summary about it on our Instagram at All About TRH Podcast, where there's like a red sign you'll know to click it and then just go through everything. But basically, we were falsely accused of doxing a person who isn't obviously well or sane. Last week, after responding to David Yontif, he had called us a wannabe. We responded. It was playful. Yeah, it we were just being funny. Like it wasn't that. It yeah. wasn't that deep. When we were, when I listened to them, it was both him and Kim D. When I listened to both of them, I, I and we responded. It was more just like, oh, oh, haha. We, we're not wannabes. Like, yeah. You know? And then I think we called him a side piece. I think that's what really got him. Yeah, and uh, and and following that, we saw a lot of DMs. You guys are loyal to us. A lot of DMs of him trashing us to people and hyping people up about us. And it's like, why are you allowed to say something, but we can't? But anyways, uh, so it was supposed to end at that, right? But then a person who, again, she is not well, reached out to my employer, reached out to our podcast network, emailed every single one of our sponsors claiming to represent David Yontif. We don't know if that's true, but they accused us of misconduct, asked our podcast network to drop us, to investigate us. This all happened out of nowhere where this person comes out after that whole podcast aired where we responded to the wannabe. So we checked. She followed David Yontif and his show on Instagram. We have everything documented. She sent an email to my employer and to my podcast network, and she sent it. She worked for a PR company, so she sent it through her PR and had her full name on there. And then we ended up seeing that she follows him and all this stuff. So they literally said we were deceptive and that all our posts got zero likes. They we told buy our followers. Yeah, so silly because we don't really have that many followings on followers on All About TRH podcast. So if we did buy our followers, like we'd have a lot more, right? We, we really don't, but it doesn't matter because we have like an exclusive group and that's all that matters at the end of the day. But 
they told my employer, not Chantel's. Okay, Chantal got away with it, of course. <laughs> okay, don't don't put it on me. <laughs> I know, I know. They told it wouldn't uh, be that bad if my employer like saw something like we're cool enough, it would have been fine. But like your employer, oh my gosh. Yeah, well, because you also work for like it's like a small family business. Yeah, and it's a family friend too. Yeah. So they told my employer, which is like again a Fortune 500 company, like it's not it's not like that. And our podcast network that the corporation shouldn't want to align with me, and they urge an investigation. And I really tried to ignore it. Like Chantel kept saying, "Ignore it, Roxanne," but then they wouldn't stop. And then she tagged my personal social media account using another one of her employer accounts that was on her LinkedIn page. So we filed a cease and desist, and. I made it public what happened when an Instagram account that is a Melissa fan account called me a see you next Tuesday. So they also found my personal social media, used a photo, called me a see you next Tuesday. And I don't fault them. They were being impulsive. They didn't know what really happened because there was like two other Melissa accounts now lying, saying that I was trying to get this person docs. We don't even know who did all of this to us. And, um, Melissa, and I don't even know what docs and you mean, mean, Chantel. Our next partner is AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it literally every day. I gave AG1 a try because I was tired of taking so many supplements and wanted a single solution that supports my entire body and covers my nutritional bases every day. I wanted a better gut health, a boost in energy, immune system support, And I hated taking so many pills and vitamins, and I just wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I drink AG1 in the morning, and I have been consistently doing that for the last month. Since being on it, I can say that I've increased energy levels, which you all know I need with everything that I try to do and navigate, and I feel my gut health has significantly improved. It's so hard to keep up with a supplement routine, especially when I am taking multiple vitamins, but with AG1, it's so much easier with all-in-one. Every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food source ingredients of high quality that gives me major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash TRH. That's drinkag1.com slash TRH. Check it out. HelloFresh has been a game changer for me. I love their quick and easy options. I am someone who loves to spend time making a great dinner about once a week, but the rest of the week, I just want something quick and easy, but still fresh and good taste. With HelloFresh, all you need is 15 minutes and you'll be enjoying a tasty, satisfying meal made in your own kitchen. Just look for their quick and easy dinner options, plus quick breakfast and lunches too. Another reason it's been a game changer is my mom is so OCD and hates when I buy things and leave them in the fridge for a long time, so she loves how everything is proportioned. So I leave the meal planning and grocery shopping to HelloFresh. With pre-proportioned ingredients and easy step-by-step recipes delivered to your door, you'll save so much time and cut out the hassle. We have talked about every plate before, and every plate is now owned by HelloFresh, and with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. I love switching between the brands, and now my listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount with us. So go to HelloFresh.com slash 50TRH and use code 50TRH for 50% off plus free shipping. That is HelloFresh.com slash 50TRH and use code 50TRH for 50% off plus free shipping.
like um, re- like um removed or like yeah. threatened or something. Okay. I don't know. Let's, and we still didn't see. try to dox them. I don't even like we we wanted them to stop harassing me and reaching out to my employer and podcast network and our sponsorships. They were we, they were commenting on Frito Lays, any sponsorship that you could think about. And I tried to ignore. I blocked them off of all about Terry's podcast. I blocked them off all about Terry's Instagram. Then they went and, and blocked. They went on my personal Instagram account and tagged me. And that's when I was like, enough is enough. And I reached out to their employer because they emailed from their employer. And, and I said, Hey, what is going on? What's, what's this person's problem? And then I filed a cease and desist uh, because they're sitting here demanding an investigation and accusing us of lying about our engagement. We have no reason. And we have, no, and we have no idea what, the, what was happening. <laughs> right. And like, again, we wouldn't get number one on Apple podcast. Hey, yeah. <laughs> if, if we were like lying about these things. Anyways, when the Instagram account that called me a see you next Tuesday shared photos of me, Melissa Gorga, Melissa me liar, me everything, inserted (laughs) herself right away, which was odd because she was getting ready to fly out with her daughter, Antonia, to college. And she wrote, quote, they have been doing it and lying on me for years. Karma is a bitch. Which was so, we didn't believe this at first. Like, we're yeah. like there's no way Melissa just wrote this on some, some random, like, Instagram post. Yeah. But she did yeah, but she did. <laughs> right. And no shade to the account, but like, it, you know, it's not that it was a smaller account, but you know, it seems like they had just come out and whatever. And, uh, but you know what? I, I did speak to that account and I'll, I'll talk about that, but Melissa literally left that comment on a photo of me with someone calling me a see you next Tuesday. And very few people have said to me, well, you come for her. What did you expect? Well, I would never expect Teresa Judice, Kyle Richards, Lisa Vanderpump, any cool real housewife to get involved with that. And keep in mind, Melissa is a reality star. She's getting paid a million dollars a season. We do them a favor by talking about them. She put her life on a show for people to comment and have an opinion on. I'm not getting paid or asking for my personal life to be on camera. We are like any podcasters giving our opinion. Melissa's aunt was also liking stuff on Twitter saying, what did you expect coming for Melissa all these years? Like it, we're giving our opinion. And if we were and coming like, what, for what? Teresa, they would be okay with that. And like, they're so happy. Like what, like what? Because someone, one person or a couple of people are calling, calling us out and saying things that were, they were untrue. It was literally three accounts and it's like, I know. Three, like most vile accounts. However, I did speak to this person and they actually had a conversation with me and I showed them everything and they, they did publicly apologize to us. All the stuff got removed for harassment by Instagram, but they did publicly apologize to us and, and admit that we were the ones being harassed. So I can appreciate that. I don't take any offense to what they said, but it was funny because when Melissa did comment on that, we made it our story and everyone went crazy on her responding to her and just saying like how vile she is that she would even get involved. And this person saying a see you next Tuesday and she deleted her comment. And then shortly after the post got removed from Instagram, but I would love Chantal for Melissa to tell us one lie that we have said. We we do not lie on her. We have receipts. Exactly. Come Amanda- on and let us know. Right. And imagine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She actually would. I feel like. I don't know. I. I oh, and she blocked us again. You guys. She blocked. Oh yeah. Us this is this is again. what's hilarious. It's like I thought we were like gonna be like okay, and then boom, 
She blocks us again. You're the one who unblocked us, sweets. And then I blocked her right away. And imagine if I contacted the people Melissa partners up with Envy in regards to where she gets her clothes and said, oh my gosh, do not sell your clothes to her. Even though like all her clothes are from Amazon, nothing wrong with Amazon, but she charges four times the price of Amazon. But imagine if I did that. We would never do that. And we would never encourage anyone to do that. So it was a chaotic week. But once we shared the truth with the receipts and what really happened to us, we got this overwhelming love and support. And we had like a pinch me moment where we're like, wow, these people are incredible. So I know. Thank you it, guys. Was, it was awesome. We talk a lot about it more on our Patreon with more details. And then we. By the way, doxing. Yeah. Do you want to know what doxing means? No, go ahead. I don't it's know. It's a yet. form of online harassment that means publicly exposing someone's real name, address, job, or other other identifying info with they, without a victim's consent. That's what they did to you. So I'm so confused. Right. And I and I did. I will Projecting say I'll admit much? to this. Yeah. I will admit that I did put her name out there. Yeah, I, put I know. The email that she said she she emailed my employer my podcast network with her full name and said she represented someone and she put her employer I I, I did what she did this first like we were not we don't even know this person like she's not well if she would go out of her way to continue to do that and after I blocked her and ignored her still continue to do that oh and she was also tagging Andy Cohen she was tagging everybody and saying oh Andy viewed my story um and we're saying all about Terry's podcast is a fraud and blah 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 it was like crazy harassment and I know I know maybe some of us are guilty of this we get a little out of line this was on a whole different level for anyone to condone this or make it like well uh, Roxanne was trying to dox this person uh come in my shoes for one second and see exactly what she did again I yes I did put the email that she put out there like that she sent that she willingly sent from her employer so her boss denied that they represent Dave Yontip, but she said she does. So it's really crazy. He did come on and he was like, I'm getting the FBI involved. And I just can't. I just can't. So. Okay, invest us, boo. No, not even us, like on the whole situation. Oh. But yeah. <laughs> like, so don't they it, have other, don't they have really important things to do? <laughs> right. So yeah, we had like such a crazy weekend, but then we had the coolest thing happen with our listeners surprising us. Shout out to Elizabeth. She had Candace from the Real Housewives of Potomac um, make a video for us on Cameo, but it was literally the best video. It's on all about Terry's podcast, Instagram or Twitter. And it was so amazing. And Candace for three and a half minutes went on a rant and said, don't let these haters get to you. It was just so great. It was so funny it. how she said, hey, Roxanne. Like she said the hey, like, yes. kind of like, like is this, does, oh does she gosh. know? Or that was just like her personality? Well, no, really Elizabeth fun. may have told her. Cause like, oh, I think, okay. yeah. So shout out to Elizabeth. Cause that was the sweetest thing. And again, that's where we get our like pinch me moment that we're like, we have really awesome listeners and you guys are just incredible. So also, Chantal, we were featured on the Royal Houses of Atlanta. I saw. Congrats. Yeah. And the season and finale. And the other one, right? And OC, Orange County. Yeah. We yeah. were on Orange County, too, which will be next week. So a good week for All About Terry H podcast. Or all About Terry H. I'm sorry. Dot com. And uh, so, I mean, like all that bad stuff happened. And then look what's happening. So it's all good. And Chantal, the season finale was so good that I, I want you to watch the reunion. Oh, for like we Atlanta? Should, we, yeah, like, because Chandal's not watching Atlanta. We should cover the reunion, though. Okay, I always like to cover reunion. And honestly, the season finale was so good. 
Finally. I know, right? Shocking, shocking, shocking. All I know, you guys, is that Ralph is the worst type of man. I'm not saying that um, Drew is, like, innocent, but, oh, my God, being married to someone like that, I would, I would, I would, I would just die. I would die. But, uh, Chantel, I know we had asked our listeners, we're going to cover New York, but I know we asked our listeners what they want us to talk about on today's episode because we've had so, oh, we've had so many interviews. I feel like we haven't been able to really talk. Yes. Okay, what did our listeners say, Boo? Oh, people people wanted to know <laughs> people wanted to know our thoughts on our on our Amber Marquise interview, and I think just in general, all of our, all Marquise, of our Mar- Marquise, <laughs> sweetie, are you good? Marquise, what? How do you say your last name? Is that, isn't that like a Vegas hotel? Like what? Yeah, yeah, it is actually Marquise. No, Mar- it's like Marquise. Wait, Marquise? Are well, you sure? Amber Amber Marquise. It's not Marquise. It's not Mar. But it's not Marquise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, guys. All right, okay. so what do you think about the Amber interview? We got a lot of, like, back and forth about that interview. Um, Yeah, I loved it. I think we could have went more deeper with other things that were going on, but I think we just didn't go there. Um, But I thought she, she, yeah. said, she said a lot of things that, again, are, are – aligning with other past houses are saying about production and all, and all that stuff. I thought it was really good tea that she gave us. And, and the fact that the whole Melissa, the Melissa thing too. Yeah. The Melissa thing was the most interesting thing where Melissa was like, this is my show. And I can see that happening. I can see Melissa doing that. I know we like, we do talk about production, but like at the end of the day, we also have to think about how they have a job. Yeah, for so sure. So it's like we we need to put that into consideration as well. And, you know, people don't watch boring shows. So sometimes you kind of have to, you know, make it. I think I think sometimes it's just it's just wild when you're like when you you watched it and then you're like, oh, my God, that really was set up. So it's just crazy because it doesn't they do such a good job. It doesn't seem that way most of the time. Yeah. What do we think about the Kim D interview? Oh, my God. She was amazing. Like, that was just hilarious. Like, I think everyone was so shocked because, like, it was just like three girls coming together like telling it how it is and just like being like listen I talk shit but like we're here like let's let's go you know and it was just it was so it it felt so natural I had a lot of fun with Kim D I really did and I I don't know why I felt like bad for her on a personal level I don't know I just feel like she was kind of played and I felt bad for her but I had so much fun talking to her and I think she revealed a lot of interesting things that she's never talked about before and uh, I feel like we should have her come back too. I know. I really would want to. Yeah, I I really did like her, and a lot of the stuff about Joe Gorga was very very interesting. Yes, she she doesn't hold back. I think that's what I like about her. She really just says it how it is, and like she really does love the drama. So it's like it's like just amazing to listen to. So someone said, Alexis Beeson said, "What are your guys' thoughts on the Morgan Wade video with Kyle Richards?" Oh my God, you know I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen like, like clips here and there, but like. Oh my, it's giving Chriselle from Suns from Selling Sunset. It's just a lot, but I mean, like, didn't um, Mauricio did comment on it, like, you know, showing face, like being like, oh my god, lo-, like whatever, it's supporting it, and it was just like, okay, like when was this filmed? Like, this is crazy. Yeah, I like Kyle a lot. I don't understand that. So. I don't understand it. I really don't. Maybe she really is just friends with her. I guess we'll watch. We'll watch. Right, I just, but I don't understand. I don't. I don't know. Okay. 
Someone, okay, so Alexa said, thoughts on Envy getting blasted for selling cheap clothing way more? Not surprised. Yeah, like, I feel like not surprised. This. Not a shocker. Do they even make money? Do they even break even? Like, I doubt it. Did you see? So, you know how she's, I, I know you saw that they're going to do the fashion oh, yeah. show. Which, oh, the Melissa, yeah, the, the fashion show on October Yeah, 4th. but did you see how much the tickets were? Like, I clicked on the link, and they're charging $300 for VIP and basically, VIP just gets a picture with her and, like, Joe, but then you get uh, front row. And it's, like, $300 for that. Like, this is – I don't know. Bravo World is crazy with money. Of course they're charging 300 Melissa can't afford doing this fashion show for her Amazon clothing line. Like, and of the, course she's charging a lot. She needs people to pay for what she's doing. She's trying to host as many events as possible. She did the Joe Gorka birthday, which we have tea from that. Go on our Patreon. We talk about exactly what happened because there was drama there. Then she talks about... Um, and then now she's hosting this event, which she's only done one other time in 2019. So it's like, you're not even consistent. You're so desperate because you need to have events because like nothing's going on with you. So at least you could say I hosted events, but you're making the audience pay for everything. Yeah. And I think like the regular one was like 125 and it gets you open bar. Like that would be okay if like you were um like donating it, some of it to charity at least, you know, or doing some proceeds to them. Like that would make more sense, but you're just, she's crazy. She's crazy. Yeah. Casey said, any details on Biscuit's birthday bash or why Bravo Lover is being sensitive? Biscuit's uh, bash was Jennifer Aiden's party on Saturday. And uh, why Rachel's being sensitive? We do talk about that on our Patreon. We do know why Rachel's being sensitive. So, yeah, we do talk about that. But Wednesday, you guys, oh, my gosh, I thought we're going to do a whole podcast about this. Wednesday, we have um, someone who works alongside with me going to – the uh event charity the event right the, the charity event and yeah it's going to be great uh dolores has made aware that we're going to be there so um it's going to be great so uh yeah she so she you know we're going to cover everything never before seen photos just every interaction that's going on even get some questions in if we can you know we're i wish we to, were there <laughs> i know it would be so nice if we were there but the person that you know, helps me. She's freaking amazing. And uh, she is like such an investigator. So she's great. But yeah, I wish we were there. I want her to go up to Melissa and be like, so, you know, um, karma's a bitch, huh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm never, but <laughs> she gets. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, I mean, th those were pretty much like some of the things you guys wanted to talk about John Fuda. We were supposed to do a John Fuda podcast episode, but Roxanne, me, lost my voice like crazy. I sound so much better. So we will do that. We have and then to do we, that. But then we had the Kim D emergency podcast. So like that, that, you oh, know, yeah, that came out, out right of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, we had to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we, we definitely need to do it and we will do it this week. Yeah. So we'll do all of that stuff. It's going to be a good week. We're back to our, we did so many interviews back to back. And, oh, my gosh, this week, my kid's summer camp ended, and I'm working. And then uh, – so it's it's chaotic. They don't go to school, like, preschool until next week. So I'm just like, oh, my gosh, until uh, – but at least they'll fall asleep early because they will not nap for me. So that's okay. Yeah, that's nice. All right. Let's get into New York. By the way, Chantel, we didn't discuss last week Aaron's party, but were you not scared, scared from it? 
I was scared, very scared from that. <laughs> Nothing about it screamed vow renewal or intimate. You know, it was like a sponsored deal. And but like the scared. invitation, it's like, why would you do that? Like that's really like just so sad. Clearly, <laughs> they all do that, Chantal. Clearly, they all are about sponsors and but whatever. How do they have all these sponsors when they're not even? They've never. They, this is their first time on the show. Like, where do you get these sponsors? Right. Like, I understand if Sai has sponsors because she's like an influencer, but like, I'm confused here. I don't know. I think like in New York, just like how in Michigan, Chantal, we have like a bunch where everyone knows everyone. So if like someone's like more well-known and donates more money, then uh, you like everyone just knows them, even if the whole world does it. Does that make sense? Yeah, but like it was just a know. lot. It was a lot. I will say, Chantal, like I'm confused about Jenna. I feel like Bravo is trying to make Jenna a thing. And I like her. So don't come at me, people. I think she's cool and hip, but... Do I think she's a real housewife? Like, when I think of real housewife material, do I think of Jenna? No, I absolutely think the opposite. So, I feel like Bravo's pushing her front and center, and I just don't get it. Like, she's, like, the cool aunt vibe. She doesn't give me real housewife material at all. Um, what I thought just thought was weird, I think, on this episode is, like, her lash line. It's just, like, it's so meh. I mean, it was cool that I think she said that she got into Target, but I'm just, like, what is this? Like, what is so cool that you're And who you're is doing? she? She doesn't even look like a person who wears, like, extreme lashes that people are going to buy lashes from her. Yeah, it was just, like, it was, yeah. It, no yeah, disrespect, I, but, like, the people who have lashes are those, like, makeup uh, makeup it just didn't match influencers. her brand. Yes. Yeah, it didn't match mm-hmm. her brand, and she has, like, all yeah. these things that she's talking about. And it's like, okay, are you on the show, too? I don't know. It was weird. She doesn't, again, like, Bravo's, like, getting away from the real housewife world. I don't know. I want to see families, and I want to see, like, an actual real housewife. I love seeing a badass who works. Like, I mean, that's us. But I don't want to watch that, to be honest. I really don't. So, I don't know. So, Sai doesn't give a SHIT that Aaron thought it was rude that she left her party. But Sai said she was hungry. So, I kind of until i watched the rest of the episode agree with sai in the sense like if this party really didn't have food like she's making it then that's a big problem food isn't ne- you know necessity especially like for something like this but there is food and i think sai is the issue like we clearly see it and i think yeah you saw odors being passed around like you know like and at the end of the day like yeah you sometimes are hungry and you want food but how hungry are you that you're literally dying that you have to leave and then right. usually when you do you wait it out you leave the party and if you really are hungry go to freaking mickey d's like you know line or something i don't really know but yeah it's like i was co- i'm concerned for her too yeah what do you think of bryn saying you to aaron's husband that you can get out of your marriage I thought it was so wrong. I don't care how much you flirt. I don't care whatever. If you if you're if you look the way that Bryn looks, okay, which is hot and sexy, and you're talking to my man like that, I would be pissed. Like I don't care if this is your personality. It's rude, and especially at their ten year renewal, I would not be I would not be okay with it. And I don't know why they were all like defending her, and especially what's her name? Is it Jessel? Yeah, Jessel like well. lying on her. Like you literally. Yeah, it's weird. And I would be so mad because I wasn't there. So you're making jokes and I'm not even there. And they're very inappropriate. Exactly. If you're making jokes in front of me and we both are laughing, it's like, oh, shut up. Different story. Yeah. Yeah. But you're like, and you went on a few times. And yeah, he is laughing because it's awkward. He's not going to be rude to you. I would beat his ass though. Well, you you saw she got mad. Aaron got oh, mad. Which is, I would, why the way Aaron acted is exactly how I would have acted. That's my personality to a T that I'd be like, you laughing makes you look like an idiot. Because guess what? What did Bryn end up doing? Bryn ended up 
using that against her and been yep. like, being like, well, your husband laughed at it. So it's like, it's easy for girls like that to then go tell everyone else like, oh, well, I mean, he laughed. He clearly thought it was funny. He was into the joke. I dare my husband. I, oh my gosh, I would go crazy. I would lose like, but it's that it is is so realistic for him to kind of laugh it off. You know, like he's probably drinking, having a good time, like entertaining his guests. Like I get, I get him laughing, but like, I really, it, it pissed me off too. Oh no. Also, does Aaron and her husband kind of look like each other, or is that yeah, just me? Always. I feel like Why anybody. Do couples, look yeah, like couples just look like each other. Weird, Chantal. You don't look like your um fiance. I know, I know, but and I don't look like couples. my husband. Yeah, but like I just feel like there's similarities, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I like know what you're thinking, and it's bothering <laughs> me. Uh, okay, let's not get into that. You know, um, you know how Jessel acts busy. I like don't doubt that she's busy. But she goes on a date night with her husband. So if she has time to go on a date night, she could be banging her husband. And again, I cringe with sexual stuff, but I'm just confused by it. I know. It's like, maybe she'll say she's done it. She did it. I don't know. I mean, or maybe they just are friends and they're just like showing up like for this on the show. And then they're going to announce something. I really, I really don't understand the relationship right now. Well, it's crazy that she also says she's so busy and she doesn't sleep. And she just seems so drained. And she does look really tired. And then she's like, I want another kid. Well, who doesn't? I feel like that's how you guys are all all are. Yeah, that's so true. You know what? I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were literally going to be like, Roxia, that's you since you've had your first kid. And I'm like, yeah, it's I like know. you guys are in the thick of it. It's like, let's just pop them out. Let's get, yeah. let's go. And like, she wants a girl so bad. And it's like, do we blame her? It's like, she she no, really wants like, that, that one are, girl. Oh my gosh. And she girls says that she amazing. has, she has the girl, like it's, it's in the Petri dish or whatever. Like she knows it's, it's, <laughs> I don't know it's what that there. Means. Like her IVF, like egg and sperm, they have oh, a girl, okay. they genetically tested it. And so she has a girl waiting for her. Yeah, I get it. Like, I totally get it. But she just, you know, seems all over the place. And then she's joining the show. And I'm like, okay. Well, what do we feel about her telling her mom on national TV that she did IVF? Well, yeah, I mean, Chanel, I kind of thought about our culture and how that's, it's me. Me too. That's that's yeah. exactly how we would be. It's like ashamed, ashamed of shamed on gossiped about it's getting a little better now but i because i think so many people i feel like thank god yeah which is so scary thank god for our generation because i feel like our generation has normalized things whereas in like our parents would be like that's a sin you're not because there's and they don't mean any bad saying that but they just it's just their generation like I, i don't it's just what they know and i just feel like us like we've normalized that and then also they've also like our parents have witnessed you know, their kids go through struggles that they're like, okay, well, we do want a kid. We do want a grandkid. So if we have to do this, like, then we have to do this. And uh, I thought it was so interesting. I felt so bad when she said how hard it was for when people kept asking, when are you going to get pregnant? And I was bawling when she was sitting with her mom, because as a mom, I wouldn't want my child to keep that from me because I would so badly want to just be there for my kid. But then, like, I understood both sides, and I just got so emotional. I think it, it's crazy to show because, like, um, I think parents sometimes need to, like, act a little bit more put together with their kids because look how she fed off on her, knowing that her mom can't sleep at night when she knows something's wrong with her. And, like, yeah. the way that she acts so worried that she couldn't even come to you. Like, it's it's sad that she couldn't even come to you because you freak out and you make it not about yourself, but you, you, you like – she would feel bad to put put that. You but know, put sometimes that on you. parents do do that, where they make it about themselves. Like you don't understand how stressed and how worried I am, and it's like, are you kidding me? I'm stressed and worried. I've been going through IVF six months, and two times it's not work. Like I can't imagine what she went through. I really, I really can't. That was honestly very sad to me, and it kind of made me like her. And 
understand her a little bit more where it's like, oh, that sucks. Like, I just think, you know, it's, it's, it is a lot more common right now. It's like in the foods we're eating. I don't know, but, and there's nothing to be embarrassed by talking about it. It's, you know, but I, I don't know. I just like when, just the thought of someone asking, and you know, we're guilty of that too, where we'd be like, when are you going to get pregnant? And it's like, and then it's like, are you going to, or it's like, um, it's messed up. Or it's like when you they have one, are you going to have another? Are you going to have a second one? It's like, oh my God, why can't we just be happy with what's happening? I do that people? all the time and I need to stop. I'm like, oh, when, are, when are you going to have your second one? You know, like, oh my God, I'm so There's crazy. a new thing that people are like clowning on. Like when you, when you say like, I'm pregnant, they're like, oh, were you guys trying? It's like, what? Like, what does that mean? Like, of you had to be trying you know like it's just so weird you know like well because people say it like happened unexpectedly and you know but it's none of our business even ask somebody are you trying were you guys trying like it just that's what people are laughing about it's like such a weird question and when you really think about it like oh were you guys trying it's like okay nine out of ten times we're trying right well we like ask that stuff to our cousins so i know but it's just it's just funny (laughs) like let's let's not pretend we're little innocent people here (laughs) no no i'm just trying to like you know yeah. Not do that, you know? I know. Yeah. I need to be so much better about that. But like when I ask, it's like about excitement, but that still doesn't excuse it. Okay. So the ladies meet up for brunch and Cy walks in and complains about breakfast, which is stupid Ugh. because they did have fruit. So she was like, this is all fried. And it's like enough with the food complaining. I mean, there's like homeless people outside of New York right now and you're walking past them complaining about food oh my god you're so right and it's like why if you have all these weird things about food why don't you eat at home i think that's a um you know oh my gosh yes. Aaron and yeah. her. like eat before like if you if you don't like fried food if you like healthy food and if you don't like me and you don't like this so it's like eat from before and go like i don't think i've ever been to an event thinking oh my god i'm starving like this is the worst food ever right well, and then it's like, remember when Sai opened up about her upbringing? So it's like, you open up about your upbringing. So be a little bit humble. Like, you sound so entitled. Like, there's literally, there was fried food and there was fruit. So if you don't like fried food, great. Get, look, there's freaking fruit for you. There's and fresh then she's fruit. Com- then she was complaining about brown brown avocado, which is like, you know that some, when you put out avocado for even 10 minutes, it starts browning. So you know it's fresh and they made avocado toast. That's pretty healthy. Eat it. Like, shut up. Yeah. She really pissed me off. Well, they talk about what they're going to do for the holidays, and Erin says she's going to be with her cousins, and then she segues into bringing up how her cousin made a speech that Cy missed because she left the party without saying goodbye. And Cy says, I don't give a shit. And Erin says, you have bad ma- manners. And, you know, like, Cy, like, literally did not care. And she's like, well, you know, I was hungry. I need to eat. <laughs> and... Uh, then, then it, like, switches up. Where, and, and that's when Erin and her confessional is like, okay, like, if you clearly, like, have a stomach issue, eat before you come if it's that serious. And like we said, that's true. Eat before you come. It's it's never that serious. And you're on a show. You're on a show getting filmed. Stop acting like you're about to grub and really eat anyways. Exactly. You never even see them eat. And then Erin um, goes in on Bryn, and I'm here for it. She tells Bryn how wrong it was for her to say that her husband is technically not married to Erin and that when he divorces that she's single. And like we said, it's her 10-year anniversary party. And then Bryn says maybe he shouldn't laugh at her jokes. And that obviously is going to piss off Erin even more where she starts shaking. Bryn denies ev- everything. But then with all- she-, she even goes to as far as saying, I didn't even mention divorce. We see three different times that she men- mentions divorce to her husband. 
And then Jessel saying, he didn't say the D word. He didn't say the D oh word. You're God. overreacting. It's like, yeah. shut up, Jessel. Jessel. Right. And everyone's saying it's not a big deal. And I think it was inappropriate. And then Bryn throws shade at Aaron party. And she says it was boring anyways. And Bryn, I'm with you. It did look boring. But that's not why you're going to be inappropriate to someone's husband because it's boring. So you're like, let me be inappropriate and flirt with someone's husband. I know. You know what I was dying about was when Erin left, she goes and calls her sister and it reminded me, reminded me of me and you and the sister's like, oh, right they're a away. bitch anyways. And like, like, was just she like wore defending. sunglasses. Yeah. Like she's, like, she's a celebrity. celebrity. Yeah. yeah. Who the hell does she think she is? And I'm like, oh my God, that's so, it's so like any, any oh relationship. Like, yeah. Any we're, sister, yeah relationship. we're so protective like of that and that we would say the exact same thing. But I mean, her sister comes off strong, but like we would do that behind the scenes. We probably yeah, like it was a lot when she like came up to them on the on the site. So, and then yeah, that was kind like, of stop cringe. talking. Yeah, that was a little bit much. I'm not gonna lie. I don't like when sisters get involved on TV. Like you know, it's a TV show at the end of the day, and let the audience talk. Like don't have your sister get involved. It's too much. But like I agree with everything. Sister, my sister just walked in my room. Get out. Who Bianca? <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> Why is Chloe at your house? They went to a Tigers game. Oh my gosh, I'm dying. Chloe is like the one who has kids and lives like 40 minutes away. So yeah. like, why is she at your house right now? And she's like making fun of us, like talking. She's just like mocking me. Like, right now. And, you know. Hey, Chloe. Roxanne says, hey, Chloe. She said, hey, boo boo. Okay. Scary well, stuff. Um, yeah. But wait, what do you think about Bryn's relationship? Honestly, I kind of like forwarded that part. Oh, you did? But did you. If you did, you I watched like in the beginning. She said that she was dating somebody. Oh, and yeah, that she got engaged and yeah. had to tell her boyfriend. Yeah, that was really scary. Yeah, she's someone her, I her stories are cray cray. She's someone though I wouldn't want around my husband. Yeah, and oh, well, yeah, and the way that she got so defensive was like, you, You're you thinking I'm flirting with a married man. It's like, okay, you got you got too defensive right there. Well, you were, boo. Yeah, how come no one went after Aaron? Like, these people are so mean to her. What do you, oh, yeah, like, they're like, oh, yeah, it's like they were, she like. She walks out, and, like, Jenna's, like, should we let her go? I know. And I'm, like, Jenna, like, shut up. Like, what? Jenna is trying too hard, especially with her gifts. It was really weird. But, like, even the gifts, it's, like, uh, the way that they complain, yeah. I swear, I really can't. Like, this has, has, has to be the most, like, complaining cast I've ever met in my life. Oh, my God. They're, like, I she wants us to post about it. Well, if you're her friend, post about it. I'm confused here. Are you giving any gifts? Yeah, exactly. But Jenna is too much, though. Like, she is too much. It's weird. The gifts were weird. It was weird. I mean, how many like, How many gifts are you going to give? And if they had her name on it, it's like, well, okay, like, please, let's not, like, give it away to charity or something. But right. <laughs> like, I, I don't, don't know. But, like, I would be like, hey, okay, thank you. Yeah, it's too much. It's It really is too much. Well, I don't know. I think that concludes tonight's episode, eh? Yeah, there's nothing else. Um, I think they went down. Yeah. We're going to obviously do an episode of Hot Topics. We should do Hot Topics and combine it with John Fuda because everyone's requesting us to dive into that whole John Fuda stuff. And, and Orange then... County. Oh, I'm so excited for Orange County. I'm yeah. loving Orange County. So, yeah, we didn't yeah. talk about last week's episode, but we will. And then we can talk about this week. We'll touch on that. Yeah, exactly. I have a lot to say. I'm very excited for it. And I'm sad that we missed it, but. I'm glad that we're back. If you guys haven't signed up for our Patreon, again, do it. You are missing out because there's a lot of good stuff. And we're not just teasing that. There really is. Just ask our listeners. Uh, But, yeah, I'm excited to see how the rest of the week goes. Yeah. All right. Well, good night, Chantel. Good night. Bye, guys. Bye.